Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Uh, all right. A couple of things for you here real quick. What you need to know, just from a station's perspective, I want to make sure that you know what you need to know, which is the Lakers game two is mañana. Mm-hmm. We will not be on because the game is at six tomorrow, Cappy. That's right. That's right. I don't know if you know that. I so, did know that. Yeah. Six tomorrow. Big deal. A uh, couple things happening this weekend uh, in L.A. L.A.'s Taco Madness 2023 is happening this weekend, really? okay? Uh, Bud Light Chilada presents LA's Taco Madness 2023. Um, it's at the LA uh, Plaza de Cultura y Artes, 501 North Main Street here in LA. So make sure you get out there. It's uh, on Saturday from 5 p.m. until midnight. All right. So it's uh, you know not too far from here where we're at right now. Actually, not too far from Union Station. Um, so make sure you get out there, and it'll be a good time. So. You want a little taco action this weekend? That's the place to be. Hmm. Do I want some taco action this weekend? Yeah. Hmm. It's an interesting question. Taco Madness 2023. Who doesn't like that? No, but taco action. And madness. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. That is what you need to know, as I mentioned, brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. So real quick, Darvin Ham. I thought... The Lakers clearly used their time off wisely, right? It seemed fair. They seemed like a team that had a plan. They seemed like the more well-rested team, at least early on uh, in this particular one. It felt like the Warriors, at least to me, and they kind of have this feel anyway, mm. were kind of winging it a little bit. Like they only had the one day, right? So they could only, you know, there's only so much they could do in one day. Um, but I thought Darwin had a good game plan. I thought that he had a good game plan for AD, as you mentioned, uh, earlier, AD was getting the ball in different spots. AD, particularly, they had some staggered screens for him to come kind of downhill and get in the action, like going full steam ahead. So much so that Draymond and him got into it, and it cost Draymond a tee. But I thought Darvin did a really good job for the most part. He got some look, good looks for uh, D'Angelo Russell in his offense. Uh, I, I think they did a nice job. And defensively, of course, they did a good job. And you know, as good as you can do, I think, for the most part, on Steph. Uh, outside of the not being able to adjust on the fly, which is hard uh, when Steph had the ball more in his hands in the fourth. But here's my one huge thing with Darvin yesterday. I was like, <sighs> oh, my goodness, you sighed all over Coach Hamon. Really? Yeah. I mean, as much as you sit here and you profess your love to I the coach. Love, I love him. I, I love, love him. this coach. I love this coach, but he's a rookie head coach, and he makes all these mistakes, and he holds on to timeouts. I wouldn't say all these mistakes. He makes rookie head coach mistakes occasionally. What is your big gripe on on what you saw yesterday? Anthony Davis looked completely gassed at the end of that game yesterday. you got to find two minutes for him somewhere. Somewhere. Anywhere. you're You're the same guy. Who comes on the air and says he's got to play, play every 40 minute. minutes? Yeah. No, I said I said he's got to play at least forty. You're like, hey, this guy can't come out okay. of the game. I, 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 right. But that's like not like 
being real. Like, I'm just saying that, like... Wait, you mean to tell me that that whole time, your whole thing about him being in the game the whole game and not taking any... 48 minutes, that's not realistic. Well, how about 44 minutes? Okay, I would say, like, 40 to 44. I would say that Anthony Davis, right now... He looked gassed. To me, he looks like a guy who finally, finally, finally has, like, a give it to me kind of attitude except at the end of the game when he didn't when he wouldn't you can't couldn't get it to him and he was like kind of like falling further and further away from the basket because he was exhausted but he came up with that huge block on Steph late I get it but you you got to be able to feel the game a little bit and I'm watching that game and I could see Anthony Davis all of a sudden you Stan Van Gundy said it on the spot I don't want Anthony Davis taking that shot then he did it again he's like Anthony Davis looks like he's got to be tired because he's getting further and further away from the basket. Mm-hmm. And I'm screaming at the TV like, well, it's too late now. There's like eight minutes left in the game, seven minutes left in the game. You probably should have found some time for maybe at the end of the third, maybe the beginning of the fourth and that first time out at the nine-minute mark. Once you're under that, like, he's got to go. Right. You're, that, you're exactly right. That it's kind of like sometimes if you're ever watching auto racing – Wait a second. I mean, nobody ever watches it. But if you did, right. and there's like 10 laps to go, but the guy really needs a tire change, but now it's like I either make it with the tires I got or I don't make Correct. it. Correct. Yeah. And that's what they... Last night, he, the you tread had was to, running off. You had to ride Anthony Davis till the end. Well, because you he didn't, need, you he didn't needed, get him the spot. He needed to stay on the floor. Well, at that we, point, yeah. We can't take him out now. Right. And bro, you're going to have to dig deep and find another gear because we're going to need you to come up with a big play. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm talking about right. when I say that big block. But... But offensively, you couldn't get a basket because he was exhausted. And that's why I'm saying it's not like just find him a spot at the end of the third quarter. Sit him at the end of the quarter and then bring him back at the nine minute mark. Hey, look, just so I know what you're saying. And I know that you're right that he was tired. And it wasn't just that he couldn't score. They went 14-0 because they couldn't score. There was a time where AD couldn't get a defensive board. They were getting so many offensive right. Andrew Wiggins boards. Wiggins got like three in one possession. Right. Yeah. Because you're right. He was wiped out. Yeah. But sometimes you talk about feeling a game, right? You're watching the game on TV. Stan Van Gundy is sitting there at courtside. He's sharing with you his opinion. You share that opinion. Yeah. Darvin Ham. Well, I is, was tweeting it in real time in the community because I don't know if you noticed, but I was tw- I was tweeting this game in the community. So that's why you got to be part of the Sedano and Cap circle of trust on Twitter. You go to Twitter, you go to the community section in the search bar, you type Sedano and Cap, and you will see in real time. I'm like, get AD some rest, bro. How is it that everybody is getting this red? verification circle they're putting the circle on it they're verifying the people in the circle are verifying themselves Bru- who is who is the gatekeeper of the uh, red crypto circle ray, verification yeah so, it's crypto ray. so are you telling me that now that somebody is in the circle of trust has a red circle they're verified by who by, by crypto, crypto ray yeah crypto ray knows who these people are yeah he's verifying them yeah are people paying on twitter for the red circle no they're not do you want them to pay? You can't be this dumb, Cappy. Are you want them to pay? What do you mean this dumb? It's literally just an emoji that they put next to their name. <laughs> you mean to tell me that Twitter is not verifying you these people with red circles dumb. and people just are paying no. for red circles? I'm not buying for one second that you are that oblivious. No What are you way. talking about? What do you mean? Absolutely not. I don't buy it for one second. All right, then let me get back to AD. Yeah. Where was I? Yeah. So anyway, if you go in the damn circle of trust, you'll see that I was tweeting real time. Let's go. Well, here's the thing. Darvin Ham is standing there. Coach Hamong. Courtside. Yes. 
He is a former player. Yeah. He's a former championship assistant coach. And a former champion player. He knows that sometimes in a game, a player has to be asked for more. Maybe even more than that player knows they have to give. And Coach Ham had to have that feel that I'm not taking Anthony Davis out of this game in the second half of this game. When we take him off the floor... Look what happens. And you presented all these stats and all this data that when he's off the floor, look how bad they are. I I understand. But that's why you just take, at the end of the third quarter, you take him out. There's another timeout at the nine-minute mark of the fourth quarter, approximately. It's a TV timeout, Mm -hmm. okay? It's a three-minute stretch in the game Mm -hmm. that you can take him out, and then you can play him the rest of the nine minutes. They're like plus 50-something when he's on the floor in, in the playoffs thus far. So to your point... Yes, you got to find him someplace to rest somewhere, okay? In the second half, I get that you want him on the floor as much as possible. I'm the first one yelling and screaming he needs to be on the floor as much as possible. But you also have to see with your two eyeballs that you are running out of steam and you were lucky that Jordan Poole didn't hit some crazy shot to tie the game and send it to overtime because then what are you doing? Then he's going to have to play five more minutes. Now all of a sudden, it's five more minutes on top of the fact that he's already gassed and they went on a 14-0 run because he literally can't go anymore. Andrew Wiggins is out-rebounding him at that point. I thought Coach Ham did what he had to do to win game one. And pulling Anthony Davis off the floor, to your point, in the fourth quarter with nine to go, it's just not an option. It was not no, an at option. At that point, it was too late. But And they started that run, and if you would have pulled him off, who knows what might no, have no. happened. Of course. At that point, it's too late. And I'm with you. He's got to play 40-plus minutes. But you, you you can't let that happen again. It's They're going to play every other day now. He's only going to be more gassed as the game wears on. You know, I was kind of surprised that Rui played a mere 11 minutes. and um, Are you? Well, I just he's a body. You know, and, yeah, and, but and, I, and, and in this can, series, I don't see there's a lot of Rui but, minutes. But he, he, as we know and what we've seen, is that he can get hot, whether it's shooting. He's come up with some very think, exciting yeah, who dunks. Who does he defend? Well, that aside for a moment. No, I mean, just, that's a pretty big I understand, but I'm just equation, making yeah. my point, though, is that he played 11 minutes. Wenyan Gabriel, who we hadn't really seen towards the end of the season, but we started to see him a little bit in the last series, four minutes. So your point, though, about AD playing... 44 minutes he didn't get anybody else into this game that could have at least given him just a little bit of relief he decided to ride Anthony Davis till the very end I hear your criticism I know what you're saying that you were screaming get him out I like what coach Ham did he's got to have a feel for the game he felt that Anthony Davis needed to stay in the game I'm with you coach see when you're a great coach George you know how to get more from your stars you know to ask them to dig deeper than they even knew that they could that's what coach ham did last night give that man his flower one win one flower one flower flower. only one flower give it to him yeah you know me i don't like to be giving out no flowers yeah you don't you're Uh, cheap we know that you know unless somebody's got a trade deal for me for some books i mean i got books yeah i didn't get any books yeah i didn't get any for my mother yeah Short for bouquets. I understand. Books.com. Mm-hmm. Get 20% off with the promo code ESPN. See, that's the way you just work it right in. Yeah. Uh, the Warriors are going to make adjustments, though, in this series. They're clearly going to go smaller. I mean, I like Kevon Looney at 20 rebounds again, but like 
He's not going to be able to play much in this series for the Warriors to be successful. They're going to have to play small and Draymond at the five probably a lot. I would guess that the rest of this series is exactly the same theme as the styles that we saw last night. It's pretty darn simple. They don't have anybody that can match up with Anthony Davis, and their best shot to win is to bomb away from three-point range. And so I would think that this you can make all the adjustments you want. They don't have the personnel to stop Anthony Davis. They do have the personnel to take more three-pointers than anybody else at a higher percentage. I kind of think it's going to go like that the rest of the way. What do you think? I mean, isn't that what this is really all about? One one guy's got finesse and one guy's got power. And we're going to find out which one wins, finesse or power. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Hey. Hey. All right. I mean, it's definitely one or the other. All right. Yeah. All right. I feel pretty good about myself right now. <laughs> you're, you're blushing. Yeah. <laughs> Georgie likes what I just said. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. All right. Coming up next, we told you the keys. Now, hear what actually happened with those keys. All right. We gave you the five keys, what those keys actually meant and what they translated to in that game yesterday. We'll get into that coming up next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Can't you see? Sometimes just hypnotize me. Uh. Your fancy ways. Guess it got. And you're so paid. Biggie, biggie, biggie. Can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me. Uh, I did give you that because Les was talking and you tried to talk over him. No, but here's why. Because it's it's not like a hardcore interview. We're going back and forth about Stetson Bennett and then he's jumped. You said something and before he would say something, I wanted to jump in, which yeah, I could have done. But he done. was already talking. Right, and then you were like... Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, because he was yeah. already talking. Yeah, I, it's wait. AM radio. People are listening to this thing through the crackles, for God's sake, when they're going under the underpass. I feel like I had a control of the situation. I felt pretty good about it. You were like, yeah. No, you deserved that. Nah. He was like, what? Less is the guest. We, we have three hours to talk bleep. Mm. Now, as far as this fanny pack... Yeah, yes, what is the stupid it. thing about the fanny pack? You were not wearing it when you came in because I would have noticed. This is true. However, guys, I've told you that I am still every day, no matter what the weather is outside, it could be 75 and sunny, I grab my black puffy because everything is in my two pockets. I mean everything. My lip stuff, my eye stuff, my sunglasses, my wallet, my phone, my AirPods. My breath mints. I mean, you name it, I got it in these pockets. So everywhere I go, I take this black jacket. People are like, what do you need the black jacket for? What are you, ready to go to Antarctica? No. 
Everything's in my pockets. So today, I'm trying out one of these fanny packs. All right? What do you think about this? Yeah. I think it's kind of young for you. No offense. None taken. That's why I'm trying it out. Because I, like I wanted some opinions here. I, I wear the I wear like the crossbody fanny pack situation and I feel like it's far too young for your age group cap. But right. however, yeah. I will say if you like it and you enjoy it and and, and it's you know, you, you wanna wear it and it's No, necessary. I don't like it or enjoy it. Okay, well then I don't, don't wear like it, it or enjoy it, but, but my wallet's in here, my lip stuff, my eye stuff, my sunglasses. I mean all my my AirPods, my phone, all my stuff's in here now. This no way I don't have my black puffy jacket. Well, you don't need to wear it when you're sitting in the studio. Well, I was waiting for somebody to say something. I know. That's why I said something last break. And then ironically, Morales brought it up too. This is a One Love IE piece, by the way. Shout out, One Love IE. Yeah. I'm not trying to like age shame or tell you what to wear. You wear whatever makes you feel good, whatever you enjoy. You could wear, you know. Some... I don't feel like I'm being age shamed. Okay. I was. I know. I, I don't. I just want you what to know. What do you know, think of this? I didn't want it to come across What do you make way. of this look, George? Tell me what you think. Tell me honestly I mean, what you think. What? Yes, no. Can I wear it? Can like I not wear it? Your daughter probably can. wear them, right? You can. Uh-huh. Should um, you? Should you is the question. Yeah. That's an excellent question. What does Jaden say about it? <laughs> I don't know. She's at Tulane. I don't know. Julia? Ju- Julia thinks that it's dope, just not on me. See, exactly. There, there you go. go. Then she's right. What do you think, Laura? Come on, queen. Listen, like Lindsay said, if you want to wear a rocket, you do you, but you can also just wear a backpack with everything that's in there. Yeah. Yeah, what about I guess. Your pockets? I don't want to wear, put all this stuff in my pockets. If I got my wallet, my phone, my AirPods, my lip stuff, my eye stuff, my sunglasses, I mean, if I got all my stuff, just, you have a backpack. You know that cargo pants are in again, Cappy. You cargo always... pants are not in. Yes, they are. I am <laughs> no, wearing cargo pants right now. They're I think not for in. Girls are in, not for guys. Uh, I don't know. Those cargo pants are out. I'm wearing no, cargo pants. No, for girls, they're definitely in. All right, so so you guys are giving me what? This is not something I, I can give pull you, off. I give you a B plus. A B, George, B plus, not bad. B plus is not C bad. Plus. C plus from George, since okay. we're doing grades today. Yeah. And baseball? I mean, for functionality purposes, it's fine, but you're not like an Uber Eats driver or something, you know, or, or like a bike messenger. So I feel like for you, it's like a, you know, it's just a C. It's just kind of there, you know? All right. Average. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for the feedback. Appreciate it. I take constructive criticism very, very well. Yeah. You know, I'm not offended. I like this piece, George. Okay. If it works for you, bro. If you like it, then wear it. Yeah, if you if you like it, we love it. Okay, how about that? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right, Laura, hit the music again. That, yeah. All right, so we earlier we talked about the keys because we talked about them yesterday, right? Anthony Davis needs to be a monster, correct? You know what kind of a monster he was yesterday? Tell me more. Anthony Davis, first Lakers player since Shaquille O'Neal in 2004 with a 30-20 playoff game. Anthony Davis, second player in the last 35 postseasons with a 30-20-5 game with at least three blocks. Tim Duncan is the only player in that span to put up those numbers in a playoff game, both in 2003. I mean, he was incredible in this game. Incredible. He was. I'm just going to say one thing, though. As great as Anthony Davis was, my whole theory about one game has to be won by your superstar, the next game has to be won by your second best player, and the third and fourth games have to be won by your team, in my opinion, last night's game was a complete team victory. It was not just an Anthony Davis victory. Mm -hmm. I think D'Angelo Russell coming up big, because we talked about that and we'll get to it, but... D'Angelo scoring, Dennis Schroeder scoring. 
I give this, this is a team win for me, not an AD win. You think this is an AD win? Like in, in the the whole theory of 1-1-2 or 2-1-1? Yes, mother bleeper. Come on, for reals? Yes. I just told you what he did. I heard what he did. I mean, for I the love of it. God, the Warriors shot 4 of 17 when he contested a shot yesterday on top of all the offensive numbers. Like he was by far the best player on the floor yesterday. Right. But he had a team with two guys making huge offensive contributions. Thank you, fellas. I mean, yeah, those guys help, but none of those things happen if he's not the guy. I understand. So, yes. The great performances by D'Angelo Russell and Dennis Schroeder. All right. The other part is LeBron needs to be smarter on offense. LeBron is now 9 of 49, 18% from three in the postseason. Boy, you got to stop shooting, man. The only player with the worst three-point field goal percentage in the first seven games of a postseason is Kyle Lowry back in 2016. Mike Lowry. 7 of 43, 16%, with a minimum of 40 attempts. Oh, Mike Lowry. Yeah, no, Kyle Lowry. You know that movie? Yeah, yeah. It's the Will Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence movie. Martin Lawrence. Bad Boys, yeah. Mike Lowry. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm Mike Lowry. I'm glad you saw that movie. I did. I like that movie. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. All right, keep going. Yeah, LeBron, let's go. Get to the basket, bro. I know it's hard, Like, but this, it, and, and I know that there, there's going to be a night you're going to be really hot from three, but that's not sustainable at this point. When you're hot... Keep shooting. When you're not, stop shooting. How's that for analysis? Seriously. Like, the numbers don't lie. He's come up with some very clutch threes. I acknowledge that. But he's shooting too many at too low of a percentage to keep on shooting. That's all. Listen, Austin Reeves right now, better three-point shooter. Dennis Schroeder, I'd rather have Dennis Schroeder shoot the ball. D'Angelo Russell, all day long. Vanderbilt, I'll take in the corner. LeBron, go to the rack, big dog. You like the way I put in that big dog yeah, at the I end? Like that. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool sounding, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, what's next? All right, what's next? All right. Lakers DOB challenged in ways it hasn't previously. The Warriors shot 11 of 40, 28%, and were blocked nine times last night when Anthony Davis, LeBron James, or Jared Vanderbilt contested a shot. So they were tested in ways they they hadn't been previously, particularly the three-point opportunities, 53 three-point attempts mm-hmm. for the Golden State Warriors, but they were up for the challenge yesterday. Well, what the Lakers did so brilliantly was they knew they could not get into a three-point battle with Golden State. So every time Golden State, and this is especially early in the game, every time Golden State hit a three, the Lakers came back and didn't try and get a three back. They went inside and were happy with the two. And Anthony Davis was knocking down so many mid-range jumpers that it was working. They were staying in the game by sticking to their game plan. Go inside, let them shoot as many as they want. That's what happened. And neither Steph nor Clay killed you. No. They both had nice games. Yeah. Decent. I mean, St- Steph had a good game, but not not a, an explosion. Right. And Clay started off really hot, but not, you know, he, he kind of tailed off after that. All right. D'Lo's, the pressure was on him. Yes. But D'Lo had a good game, right? Was it 19? Scored 19 points. Right. The pressure that was on D'Angelo Russell, I know you talked about this a lot yesterday, was A, in his mind, what is going to happen to me? You know, um, what's going to happen to me contractually going into the future? How much does my performance now play on what's going to happen to my future? A lot. He was going in, considered the weak link on defense. The way to make up for that is by scoring. That's what he did, George. That's what you got to have from D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. Thank you. All right, next. 
Oh, by the way, one quick stat on D'Lo. Yeah. Uh, the Lakers this postseason, 5-0 and when he scores 15 points or more. How about that? 0-2 oh, when he doesn't. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Steph Curry conundrum. How do you defend Steph? Well, both Dennis Schroeder and Jared Vanderbilt did a solid job defending Steph Curry. Curry shot 2 of 6 with Schroeder as the primary defender. 5 of 10 versus Vanderbilt, but also committed 3 turnovers when Vando was the primary defender. Curry uh, did, though, on the flip side. It's not like Steph wasn't impactful, particularly late in the game. Steph scored or assisted on 20 of the Warriors' 24 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but I'll just say this. Um, two things. One, when they needed to get a, a stop, Anthony Davis blocked a shot from Steph Curry. That was a big play in the game. And the other big play is this Jordan Poole shot that was from like half court. The beauty of that was that the Lakers did not allow the ball to get into Steph's hands, forcing Jordan Poole to shoot this ridiculously long shot. Now, I know there was a lot of debate about that shot. Should he, shouldn't have he? Some people thought it was a good shot because he was all by himself. To me, dude, you're way too far out. Steph Curry takes that shot, that's fine. But not, not Jordan Poole. Clay takes that shot, it's fine. I mean, Jordan Poole has hit those crazy shots. Not saying he hasn't. He's, I believe, 30% on the season on shots from 27 feet or further. That may be the case. Yeah. All I'm saying is at the end of the game, see me over here, I'm Steph Curry. Give me the ball. Can't get it to you. Well, that's what the Lakers did. Yeah. They denied him the ball. All right. Well, overall, good start. 1-0. and Try to get greedy. Try to see if you can take a second one. So, All right. Coming up next, Cappy, the award-winning Radio Tinder. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks, Christopher. Mm. Ba, ba, this is a great, ba, bee, great jam. Boo. You know, they used to have bee, um, bee, ba, a slot boo. machine that played this. But then Disney bought the Star Wars thing and they dee, didn't get rid of it. I was bummed. Ba, 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 boo, ba. Boo, doo, da, doo, ba. Hey, tell Brianna to come back in here if he's listening. I just need him to come in for one second. Very snappy tune. Yeah. yeah. All right, Linz. All right, guys. So. Hola, Briones. The Angels. This is a very interesting topic that I really am looking forward to getting your guys' opinion on. The Angels have reportedly been using some controversial tactics to avoid negative press this season. Like what? Per Sam Bloom of The Athletic, mm-hmm. who has received blowback from the team before for being too negative, mm-hmm. the Angels are now pre-screening questions to coaches. Oh my God, If no, the team not. feels the questions are too negative, they'll decline those interview requests. Last month... Bloom tweeted that he had been barred from a radio show on the Angels-owned AM830 because of negativity. I read about and that. And Jeff Fletcher of the Orange County Register backed Bloom and said that he'd also been banned. Mm. Do you guys think it's okay for teams to restrict access to journalists to avoid negative press? Swipe left or swipe right, George? <laughs> I mean, come on. Swipe, swipe left. I think this is absurd. Um, you, you can't answer a tough question? Like, what the hell? You know what the problem Super is, though? Super weird. No, but you know what the problem is? Is that all these teams have decided that they want to take their media in-house 
and they want to control the message. It's why they all have these departments now. It's why when you go to a team's website, there's an article written by a person who actually works for the team. And so there's content. It's just team generated content. So why do I want to have to deal with some guy from the athletic who I think is too negative when I got my own guy to write all the positive stuff I want him to write? It, it's it's this like billionaire mentality of you can't say anything critical about me. It so, is the billionaire mentality. Right. I'm with you. on So that. so I'll hire people who write only good things about me and I'll restrict anybody who might have criticism for me. Yeah. I think that sucks personally. It does suck. Yeah. I, I can't believe that, like, like I can understand. So you're swiping left, too? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like it's it's one thing, obviously, if, like, you have a partnership with a team and they want you, you know, like, you, have, you always want to work well with the partner and, you know, report the positive things. Obviously, when there's times that you need to be critical, I think it, that that's okay as long as it's fair criticism. But to tell, like, a beat writer, like, no, you can't do this interview because you're too negative, that's... Like, well, is that the world we live in now? It is. It is the world we live in. It is where a billionaire says to a guy who's, you know, just barely scratching by because he's a journalist, hey, we won't grant you access, therefore you're going to lose your job. I'm a billionaire. How dare you say this about me or be critical of my team? I will gr- I will not grant you any access. You'll lose your job. Oh, well, now you're not going to write bad stuff about me. I mean, that, that is literally the way it goes today. Do you think that other teams will start to do this? What do you mean other teams start to do it? They've already been doing Everybody it. Everybody does this. But I mean like to like to tell a beat writer for it to be like this is kind of like a big public thing on Twitter and stuff, you know? Uh I, I don't think I think there are still a lot of teams that do this right that understand they may not like it, but it's part of the deal. I do think there's the majority of teams are like that. There's some that are more of a pain in the ass than others. I yeah. you know, and that by the way, and it varies from sport to sport, city to city, et cetera, et cetera. Let me just give you one last thought on this. And I hope Artie Moreno is listening this afternoon. You're making a huge mistake here. What you want is you want people to write good about you and you want people to write bad about you. You don't want to be vanilla and in the middle where there's just nothing but apathy. Right. So I'm telling you right now, you want the critics, Artie. Yeah. Don't read their stuff, man. Right. It doesn't matter. They're all any look, I mean all within reason, right? But any pub is good pub, except if it's like, you know, illegal or something like that or whatever. But my point is that if it's just people criticizing you, who cares? I was I uh, mean, do you see are you serious? Like you you and I are two idiots on the radio, okay? All right? And people are sending nasty stuff to us all day on social media or whatever. And then there's people saying all sorts of beautiful fun things about us. And you know what? Who cares? Right. It all comes with the territory. Yeah. Like if you are someone who owns a team, the fans they have they're paying for the product. They have every right. The the media is an extension of the fans. They have the right to either praise you or criticize you. That's just the way life works, man. It's not always going to be flowers and rainbows. I was once sitting with uh, Peter Seidler, who's the owner of the Padres, and yeah. he said this to me: "Not an investor incited, though. Should be with his name." I don't want to. I don't want to talk about you know somebody's business. You know what I'm saying on the airwaves. I mean, wh- you know, how is Peter you know? Seidler yeah. Yeah. not an investor incited? That's a great question. Slight misspelling. You know? I mean, does I mean, it if matter? We, if we spelled you it can change the name of Seidled if you want. S e i d e d. Doesn't matter. It's all. It's just alliteration. Talking to him one day about this, and he says to me, "Because you know what the problem is here in this town." I said, "Tell me what it is, Peter." He's down in San Diego. Yeah, he goes. The media is a bunch of ass kissers. 
He goes, nobody has the guts to be on the other side. He goes, we want people to be on the other side because that's how it gets it going. Right. And that's how, so that's where you come in? Well, I mean, I was, always, I was always, you know, kind You're of always the anti down on him. Yeah, who was that guy, uh, Mike D or whatever? You hated that guy, didn't you? I didn't really hate him. Yeah, I mean, you gave him a hard time, didn't you? Well, I mean, he did some things, you know. Yeah. Got himself into a whole bunch of trouble. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You gave him a hard time. Mm. You were raising hell. Deservingly so. Why don't you raise some hell up here? I am raising hell up here, but I, I will mean, tell you, you this. fanny packs, for God's sake. But I'll tell you this. True, soft. True, true story. Let me tell you something. Not one time, never one time have the Lakers ever called me or called the radio station and said, I don't like what he's saying. Never. I don't like one thing that he's doing. He's I mean, they, too, they, he's well, too no, negative. They, they have ne- they have said that about me in the past, but it's they haven't stopped me from doing no, it. I'm Which, saying, by the way, ultimate respect for that. No doubt, because yes. the thing about the Lakers is, is that you have all these reporters from all Meanwhile, these... Meanwhile, Greg just walked in right at the perfect time when that conversation just happened. All these reporters yeah. from all these different <laughs> publications that follow the Lakers because they're a traveling show, they don't restrict yeah. those guys for telling the truth. Yeah, but they, sh- they celebrate that shout stuff. Shout out to them, dude. Like, they are big boys and girls. They can take it. They take the good and the bad. Listen, I'm the fr- I'll just say, use myself as the example. When they got AD... Actually, before they got AD, I would, they were people were calling this radio station and be like, we can't trade Lonzo and Brandon Ingram for Anthony Davis. I'm like, are you out of your freaking mind? You get Anthony Davis, you're going to have a parade down Figueroa. Now, I didn't expect the pandemic to hit, so we couldn't have a parade down Figueroa. But nonetheless, the championship came. So it's just like, but when they stink... You tell you got to tell it like it is. Dude, I used to have the Chargers call me, and this is what they would say to me. Your negativity is hurting our business. Oh, stop I that. swear to God. Stop that. I swear to you. Stop that. They, they, you they know would, what? They would you know what the, I would say? They, what's that? I would tell them. Go to hell? No, do better. Oh, do better. Yeah, yeah. Do better is even better. Yeah, do yeah, better. Yeah. They, the owner would tell the PR guy, you call him and you tell him this. And you tell him that if he doesn't stop, we'll take his credential. Okay. That's what they do. That's unbelievable. It's true, though. Unbelievable. It's that's just so bad. I know. So bad. is that why they won't bring on like people from the, the Chargers on the show anymore? I don't have any interest I don't in know, speaking just, to any I'm of those people. Sure. I mean, oh, really? So yeah. you just let me do it? Yeah. You, if if the if Chargers, Justin Herbert wants to come on, yeah. you just will walk out. I like Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Like I like Austin Eckler. You Austin, know? Well, Austin Eckler came on this right. You didn't walk out that no, day. I like that kid. Yeah. He also has no problem like saying. Well, he wants know? out, right? Yeah. So there's yeah, that. Yeah. Right. So me and Austin Eckler are on the same side. You're like uh, simpatico. See. Si. See. Si. Yeah. All right. What's next, Lynn? Boy, we went off on that. All right. A Massachusetts man who spent 35 years Rackers. in prison after he was wrongfully convicted of setting a fire that killed eight people will receive a large payout from the city where he was arrested. Mm -hmm. So the man was 24 back in 1982 when he tried to help a family escape from a burning home. Mm -hmm. He was later identified as a suspect by police who then fabricated and hid evidence to convict him. Well, in 2019, he filed a federal lawsuit against the city as well as a dozen police officers involved in the investigation alleging constitutional violations. After the investigation, the city settled with him for $13 million and vacated his conviction. Is $13 million enough money to pay someone for being wrongly imprisoned for 35 years? $13 million? Yes. Oh, years. hell no. It better start with at least 35. Right? Right. So wait a second. So he's 35 years in jail. He was 24 uh-huh. when he went in yep. and he came out and he was almost 70 years old, yep. 60 years old. Yep. 60 Yeah, hell no. You got to, at least a million for every year you wrongly put me in jail. And then throw on top of it, is this taxable income? Because if it no, is- it better be it tax is, free. I like yeah, then I want to double. Then yeah. I want to double. So now not 30 35 now i want 70 because they're going to take 35 in taxes yeah. 
Well, for what it's worth, he did agree to the settlement. Like, he probably could have pursued, you know, more, more than Should have called Jacob. He should have. He should have. He'll win, he'll win for you. 844-24-JACOB. That's crazy, though. CallJacob.com. Like, think of all the call things Jacob. that he, he, like, missed. Actually, call Jacob right now. Okay. Seriously. Ask him if that... Well, I want to ask him that question. What question? If that dude should have gone for more. Where is he at, this guy? Massachusetts. Mm. It's like a small wonder, town in Massachusetts. Wonder if Jacob, Jacob's not licensed in Massachusetts. Are you sure about that? Probably not. I mean, I don't know for sure. You never know. He may have taken the bar in Massachusetts. You never know. That's true. It's a good point. I should have called Jacob. Why? What happened? What happened to you? I fell at the Raven Stadium. Oh, that's right. You, you should have called Jacob. You should have called Jacob. Is he licensed? Yeah, there. in Baltimore. Yeah. But he probably problem. could have referred you to somebody and then got right. a little referral fee. There, there's a call Jacob of Baltimore, I yeah, assure you. For sure. No question. Right? I mean, he's not as good as Jacob. No. He's like a Baltimore version, mm-hmm. but probably a, he's adjacent. Either, yeah, you know? exactly. He may have a sister. It's called Jackie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Go ahead, Linz. One more. All right. The Writers Guild of America failed to reach a new deal with Saw Hollywood that. Studios yeah. before the May 1st deadline. So uh, all the union writers are officially now on strike. Yeah. The Writers Guild is fighting for better terms like higher base pay, higher residuals for streaming content, minimum numbers of writers, staff for shows, and a lot more. Well, apparently the two sides are very far apart, which suggests the strike could go on for many months. So now the big buzz in Hollywood is, is artificial intelligence going to be the I'll way stop. that we write programs What are now? you, Mark Cuban now? Well, Not you, I'm just saying. Well, I feel like there's a point here, so I think it's worth worth asking you guys. Do you think AI will take over no. writing in Hollywood? Let me tell you something. You know what I've seen from AI? A lot of boring stuff. And I'm honestly not even grammatically correct, to be honest with you, Mr. ChatGPT. But what I'll say is this. No is the answer. Swipe left. Get the hell out of here with that nonsense. Robots can't be funny. What are you saying? Are you saying that you've graded the papers yes. produced by ChatGPT? I've seen what people are posting on social media. And as, an, screenshots, Engli- as an English teacher, none of it is funny. There's grammatical And errors? there's actually grammatical. It's not even written all that well. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? So ChatGPT, unimpressive. Unimpressive. By the way, mm. I just, I want to, let me jump in here and say, I've used ChatGPT a couple times, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's one of those things where it is a very useful tool, mm-hmm. as long as you know how to use it. Because mm-hmm. the problem with all these people is they're just asking generic questions, like, hey, um, give me five trivia questions about the Lakers. And it's like, oh, look how unoriginal and terrible these questions are. You need to give more information, because obviously it's mm-hmm. scanning everything available to it on the internet, to and using that info to, you know create whatever you're asking it to. So I feel like mm. there, there's a lot of classes and stuff and seminars and web things on like how to use chat GPT. And I feel like once people start to realize like how awesome it is, if you actually like put the work into it, then I think, you know, it's going to be a different story. We're using it right now, George. You like to uh, mention Cited. We're using chat GPT right now on Cited. As a matter of fact, you know what happens? Yeah. Publisher has an article, takes the URL of the article, puts it into our dashboard and then the chat GPT reads the article and gives us five polls for the article. And then the publisher See? can decide, Perfect hey, example. do these do any of these five polls work? You know, how cool is that? Yeah, there's like it's that game whole, changer. It, it, what are you rolling with, your like, eyes at me for? Get out of here. What are you talking about? You can have a human being do that. You say that, yeah. but, but you, I can't tell you how many people saved. don't want to do stuff, man. Yeah, I'm there's artists money? suing that because of like they're imitating their voice, and voiceover artists are losing their jobs because of it. Like it's a lot. AI is already coming, so you need to you need to stop it because these robots are going to take over. I'm telling you, if we let them, we're just our lazy ass. What was that movie? What is it? Wally. Yeah, where we're just a bunch of fat people on on a spaceship running around. That's what's going to happen. But it's also the it's also the most famous line in wrestling. You don't know hard times, Daddy. When they give you when a man has worked in a job for thirty years. 
30 years, they kick him in the butt, they give him a watch, and they say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard times. Right. That's what's happening. Computer's taking your place, daddy. All right. That's uh, Radio Tinder brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. All right. Coming up next, LeBron says AD's jersey should be in the Raptors. Mm -hmm. This sparked an incredible debate today on a lot of these talk shows. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's an easy answer to this. We'll tell you what next. Gonna dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. I know you're not a fool. Should have known better than to cheat a friend. To waste the chance that I've been given. Sing it, man. But Sing I'm it. never going to dance Feel it. again. The, the way, way I dance, dance with, with you. you. Oh. Oh. What a, oh, what great a sexy song. video. Great sexy song. Yeah. Rest in peace, George Michael. R.I.P. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I saw you took the fanny pack off. Well, it's getting a little sweaty. Yeah. It's getting a little hot yeah. with the fanny pack. You mm. know what I mean? There's a lot of stuff in my fanny pack. It's heavy. Yeah. Um, you know what's uh what's been heavy today in rotation on sports talk shows? Tell me. Is LeBron. Do we have the audio? Of course yes. we have the audio. So LeBron was talking about AD's, you know, was asked about AD's incredible game yesterday, right? This is the two of them post-game sitting there at the press conference, AD looking super cool in his sunglasses indoors, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Just want to make sure I'm talking about the same thing with you. Yes. Okay. Super cool indoors with the sunglasses. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And for everybody that's looking at me right now on YouTube and they're wondering why I'm wearing sunglasses, if AD can wear sunglasses, if LeBron can wear sunglasses, Mm -hmm. if Kim Kardashian can wear sunglasses inside, I can too. All right, let's hear from LeBron yesterday about AD. Um, I mean, the Lakers franchise over the years has always had dominant big men and dominant guys that have been a force at the rim. And, um, you know, that's why their jerseys are in the rafters. Um, And AD will be up there when he's done playing. And, and, uh, you know, the number three will be up in the rafters. And uh, he continues to show uh, why um, he's one of the best players that we have in this league. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I got called by uh, an ESPN radio show today, Fitz and Douglas, or Fitz and Harry. And it's in New York? No, they, they uh, are, they're on the network. Okay, gotcha. And they're on during Travis and Sliwa. Mm-hmm. And they were calling me to fight with me about AD being in the rafters. And I'm like, yeah, AD should be in the rafters. Right now? Yes. R- right? If Hold on. If Anthony Davis' career Anthony ended Davis today... If Anthony Davis had a hor- horrific injury... Yep. Okay? Yep. And could not play one more day... Right. He belongs in the rafters. Come on. Are you, are, you, are you serious? Come on. Really? Come Why on. not? He's won one championship. Okay. Okay. Right? He's been hurt, unfortunately. Okay. Is, unfortunately. He, a play- is he a better player than Jamal Wilkes? Um, yeah, okay. Okay. Jamal Wilkes is up there. What, how many championships did he win with the Lakers? Jamal Wilkes won three championships. Okay, I mean, uh, but Jamal Wilkes. I mean, when we're talking about those championships, where does Jamal Wilkes good player? Jamal Wilkes was not never the best player or the second best player on those teams. You know, you've chosen to go with Jamal Wilkes, yeah. who you know. Who, listen, by the way, Pat Riley once told me mm-hmm. that his jump shot silky smooth like a bam like a snowflake coming off a bamboo leaf. Oh, really? Yeah, that's smooth. Yeah. 
Look, you you chose to pick. A, <laughs> That's the, a the, true story. You, you chose like the name yeah. that way. If you would have said to me, like, think about the names that are in the rafters, right? You know, Kareem and Magic and right. and Shaq and Kobe and right. these guys. But like, the bar is Jamal Wilkes. Well. To you, it is. Four-time champion, three with the Lakers, 10th all-time scoring, I believe, still in Lakers history, but also at a time when guys were playing a lot longer for teams. All I'm saying is this. Listen, I can tell you that Anthony Davis is sticking it to guys like myself who did not believe that he would ever be healthy enough to be doing what he's doing right now. And I root for guys to stick it to me, to stick it to Charles Barkley, to stick it to doubters, whoever they may be. I doubted that Anthony Davis would be healthy at this time of the year. He's proving many of us wrong. Anthony Davis is a top 75 player of all time, whether you believe he should have been on that list that's or not. fine. I, I don't care about that. And he's okay, but that's my point. He's a top 75 player. He's won a championship with the Lakers. Heck, he may win one more. He's only 29 years old. I'm not. I'm. I'm his saying his career's you, not over. Right, that's my point. Okay, but right you, now, if his career ended, yeah, he's a top 75 player. He's won a championship for the Lakers. You could have made the case he was the best player on that team that that particular season. He's in for me. I disagree. I I think that Anthony Davis, and this is what I was getting at. What? Because he doesn't have a jump shot that says silky smooth as a snowflake coming off a bamboo leaf. If it if it came off some other sort of a leaf. That would be different, but mm. bamboo leaf takes it to another level. Mm. Okay, bamboo leaf, very, very slippery. You understand? Look, Anthony Davis is going through the process of... Okay, let's do this then. Yeah, go ahead. Is LeBron going up there? I don't think so. <laughs> now, now the argument, of course, would be... The, argu- the argument would be... You know what the argument is? Uh, it's one thing. What is it? It's that he broke Kareem's scoring record in a Laker uniform. And he also literally took the franchise from the doldrums? Yeah, but, I mean, look, if LeBron and AD win a championship this year or next year, yeah, I think both of those guys will go up into the rafters. If you ask me to make a bet, will LeBron go up? He will because he's LeBron James, and they're going to celebrate that they had the greatest player of the generation as the at the end of his career and yes he did win a championship but as for anthony davis i still think he's in the process and by the way i'm happy that he's proving guys like me wrong that didn't think he'd be as healthy as he is but i think if it ended today you know what you should do don't say it go to hell no sir no sir and you know what no sir you know what else you should do tell me go work with harry and fitz does everybody is is this a is this a no brainer? Can, I, Go can I jump in and give my opinion here, Kathy? Sure. So Nate Thurmond has his jersey in the rafters in Cleveland. Cleveland alert, yes, but very relevant here. He also he only spent two seasons in Cleveland, right? But to George's point, he's like on NBA's top fifty players list. He averaged you know five points, six point three rebounds, one point five blocks in one hundred fourteen games. So he didn't do a whole lot. Specifically with the Cavs, but he was a great player overall. So yeah, I feel that, like, that, 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 yeah, I you're going to you know, celebrate a guy who stopped by your organization for a cup of coffee. Well, I mean, that's them. Though. I wouldn't, but I'm just, I'm, I'm I trying to make say, a comparison yeah. that, like, no, no, the comparison is, is he better than Jamal Wilkes, who's who, as all those players up there are great, but he's probably him, maybe Gail Goodrich. I don't know. Like those two are probably like at the bottom of the of the group. Is he better than those guys? Yes. Yeah, He's a when, top 75 player? Yes. He won a championship with your team, and he was a big reason, if not maybe the biggest reason? Yes. Check, check, check. All right, let me... Would the Pelicans retire his number? 
there was some animosity there, but they probably should. I, I will be curious to see what the reaction is in the circle of trust. Does everybody automatically go with Anthony Davis no. as an automatic? But or, that means they're wrong, too. Oh, really? Yeah. And they all can go to hell, too. Oh, my goodness. And LeBron, by the way, as the guy who's consummate when it comes to, I mean, he's he's the guy running the organization always. He's even running the marketing department like, hey, I'm letting you guys know he's going up into the rafters. But LeBron, what if he doesn't win another championship between now and then? Doesn't matter. I've already made the declaration. He's going up. He's with me. He's going up with me. Oh, we didn't even know you were going up. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a statue of AD right next to mine. Oh, we didn't know you were no, building no a statue. No statue. No statue of LeBron? No. Why not? No statue. Why? There's not statue worthy yet. Statue, different, different, different place. Oh, really? Got to get three, I think, for a statue. Uh-huh. Rafters, one. Statue, three. three. Yeah. Didn't know that rule. That's my rule. Didn't know the theory, the one-three that, that, theory. That's, well... You got to have one and you got to be like one of the main reasons. <laughs> one of the main reasons. Okay. Yeah. But statue three. All right. Three statues. Three for statue. Statue of limitations, three. All right. There you go.